Hi there, and I hope that you're having a good start to this week or whenever it is that you're actually listening to this podcast. This is the Mind Story Minis Moments. I think I gave it a different name last time around, but I don't really remember now what I actually said. But it's still the Mind Story Minis Moments. In fact, my co-founder keeps telling me that I keep saying Mind Story and it's not really Mind Story, it's Mind Stories. How can I actually not say the name of my own podcast properly i don't know i must be like the worst podcast host ever right and i should have actually recorded this sometime early in the morning this is actually monday evening it's about 7 p.m that i'm recording this and i'm kind of like locked in my apartment i don't have a fancy studio of course so uh the key thing is i gotta record this when the basketball people are actually screaming their lungs out which is what they're doing right now so I try to close all the windows, try to close all the doors, which actually places me in a very precarious position because I'm kind of like likely to suffocate by the time I'm done with this. But I hope that you are going to be well and I hope that I'm going to be well. And uh, as usual, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about, but I think I have a fair idea now. And uh, last uh, episode, we spoke about, um, well, uh, decluttering and how I use decluttering to just uh, bring some semblance of control or uh, a sense of release from certain things that I was going through. And decluttering is a pretty healing process if you actually consider the symbolic way in which it can be interpreted. And I did end by saying that uh, you can also declutter people. And that's one of the things that I actually started doing these last three years and it's, it's funny that the pandemic has been around for three years, isn't it? I mean, three years. I just seem to have lost all sense of time. I just keep thinking that last year was 2019 and not really three years ago. But anyway, here we are in 2022. So this whole process of working on myself and healing through pain is something that I started around that time, around the time that the pandemic hit and more intensely over the course of last year. So one of the things that I really want to tell you is that I quickly quick stalk of the kind of people I have in my life. And you kind of realize that when you're going through a really bad time because um, that's when the good people in your life stand or brighter. And unfortunately, the problem with human psychology is that we tend to focus on the bad ones. We tend to focus on the ones who, I'm not calling good or bad in terms of, you know, some religious principle, but just good or bad in the way that we feel people have treated us or how we feel around certain people. And uh, one of the things that I really believe helped me is to just not engage with people who drain me, who actually don't really fill my life with joy. So just like I decluttered my Gmail inbox, just like how I decluttered my wardrobe, and just like how I also uh, decluttered a number of things which I didn't need. What was it? I think I also, yeah, let go of a lot of books which were not really uh, helping me. So I also decided that I wanted to kind of just focus on the people who really matter to me. And uh, you always discover the people who really matter to you when you're going through the toughest of times. Uh, they're the ones who stand with you, stand by you, and they guide you, and they see you at your awful, terrible worst, and they still say, I'm here with you. Trust me, if you got people like that in your life, hold on to them. The ones I'm talking about letting go and the ones which I actually let go of were not those people. 
And uh, I've had this people-pleasing tendency for a long time, and I did not realize that that's what it was. But we all have an innate desire to to be liked. And uh, uh, unfortunately, for some of us, that desire to be liked can, can cross over into the territory of uh, pleasing people and, and kind of doing that at our own expense. So I've done that. I thought that the best way to get people to like me was to make myself very small and quiet and acceptable to all the things that they say or do. And that means that my needs had to be ignored. My feelings could not be considered. It was always them. And uh, this gives you some people in your life, but you also realize that it's very conditional. Those people don't really like you for who you are. They like you because you're giving them what they want. And uh, once I started this process of understanding who are the people are really I want in my life, I realized that there's some who actually don't make any sense. And I don't want to use this word toxic because it's kind of just overused on social media. We don't really understand what it means. We're talking about eliminating toxins all the time, like, like, what are these toxins that you're talking about eliminating? And we're talking people who are toxic. And we're talking behaviors which are toxic. And there's so much of toxicity in the environment, in the climate, in people, in relationships. So I use the word toxic with care. But for me, when I talk about toxic, I'm talking about people who just don't feel good for you, right? And uh, the, these are probably of sort of people who can just dominate your life and who just don't make you feel like you're valued. And I had a few of those people. And for reasons entirely unknown to me, I had encouraged, I had uh, allowed them to continue to be in my life simply because I thought it's too hard to tell people no. But one of the first things I learned, in fact, one of the very first sessions I had with my therapist, she said, set boundaries. And I said, what, what are boundaries? But uh, I mulled over it for some time and I realized that's probably the single most important advice she's ever given me. And when you have people in your life who do not value you, you realize that the minute you start to set boundaries, they're always going to disregard it. And when you respect boundaries, and, and for me, the boundaries that I have are very simple. I, I don't like talking to people past 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. It's just not my time. And most of my friends suspect that, that you hardly like you to find any any of my really good friends calling me at 9.30. They know I'm going to be sleeping by 9.15. Or also the fact that uh, sometimes I'm, I have friends who just understand that if I'm reading, I'm hardly likely to respond. They also know that I'm, and I'm probably better at emailing rather than WhatsApping. Now, these are not boundaries. It's just my preferences. But one of the things that you can set is when it comes to your boundaries is to recognize what you encourage and what you don't encourage. And for me, I've long found that I allow people to just um, impose themselves on me. And uh, I don't feel comfortable doing that, but I still do that. I allow them to control me because somehow I felt like I have to be nice. So the point I'm trying to make here is that when you think about the people who don't make you feel good, you start to analyze what is it that I don't feel good about being around this person. I'm not talking of, say, ordinary uh, behaviors that are annoying. I, I definitely not. I'm not talking about decluttering somebody who's who snores or somebody who's probably um, not picking up the wet towel. I'm not talking about those kind of behaviors. I'm talking about behaviors which are generally damaging, right? People who control you, 
people who are disregarding your boundaries, people who take often without actually giving something, people who always believe that they're right, people who are not at all honest with you, who you know or don't respect your values, nor do you respect their values. And uh, I'm not talking about little lies again. I'm talking where you know that probably you may not be able to trust this person. There are repeated patterns of dishonesty. And people who just love to just drain you of energy and portray themselves as being a victim or being marginalized in ways in which you know they're not. And finally, part of it is also when they don't take responsibility, when they're not able to say sorry, when they're not able to say these these words which I believe are so important. I'm sorry, I thank you, and I love you. Right? And please forgive me. Now, for me, these are these are such important words. And if you find that people in your life who find it difficult to say sorry when they know that they've hurt you, Mm, that's a danger zone for me. People who will not ask you for forgiveness, well, sorry, forgive me is like, okay, yeah, both the same, but um, let's just keep it as two separate phrases because I I use this as part of a practice that I, I do during my meditation. And people who find it difficult to say that they that you that they love you, you don't have to actually go around saying I love you, I love you, I love you, but love can be expressed in so many different ways. Love can be expressed in the way uh, somebody asks after you when you have, uh, when you're when you're not well, love can be just a message from somebody asking, "Have you reached?" Love is just uh, somebody saying, "I hope you're well." Love is when somebody just picks up the phone and calls you for no particular reason, but just that they think of you. So, love is not really about saying "I love you," but the ways in which they express that love. And uh, thanking you, how many times do they express how grateful they are to have you in their life? I don't necessarily mean that they go around saying, hey, thank you. I'm so happy that you, you know, you do this, you do that. No, again, gratitude can be expressed in a lot of different ways. So for me, I realized that I had to kind of like do sweeping inventory of my of my entire um, contact list. Lots of people I just didn't even talk to. People had like who were my former, uh, you know, co-workers. And I just didn't know why they were there. They probably never going to talk to me again. Um, some school friends, and uh, I, I don't, I don't really get along well with most of my uh, school uh, relationships and uh, um, school relationships. What am I saying? So um, this is why I shouldn't record at like seven thirty in the night. You see, I'm just like just an hour away from my bedtime. School relationships. Okay, so well, I don't get along well with most of my school friends, and. Um, uh, it's probably got to do with the fact that I didn't get along with them then. But uh, they're just hanging around, and I don't know what they're there for. And uh, there were also these 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 people who just, I felt uncomfortable because I felt like either they were too uh, com- competing in certain ways with me. And uh, the key word that I want to put here is my gut was always telling me that this is not right. And I've always been a very intuitive person when it comes to people. I get along well first with them through the stomach, then I, then I get along well through my heart. And uh, uh, it's it's funny, but I had ignored my gut instincts about some people and just got along with them. For whatever it may be, ignored the gaslighting, ignored the passive aggressiveness, ignored the mansplaining, ignored... Um, people who 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 have emotionally abused me all because i think that somehow it's hard to say no to these people and to kick them out of your life but 
oh, you feel such relief when you actually do that, right? So I looked at all these people and uh, I realized that uh, it's it's up to you. These these were people who were manipulating me, the people who were judging me, who were consumed by a certain degree of negativity. And I'm not talking about being upset or sad. This, this is a different vibe that they were sending across, who were passive aggressive, who were overly self-absorbed and... Um, Particularly people had issues with anger management, who used to snap at me, who used to yell, who were pretty controlling and manipulative about how they expressed themselves. And in the end, really, finally, uh, uh, people who just made me feel bad about myself. And that was the defining thing. So I set about looking at my contact list, deleting those people who made no sense, who I had no uh, particular you know, uh, relationship with. So often the co-workers, off when the school friends whom I wasn't really talking to, and also off when these bunch of people who, like I told you, were all um, just supposedly acquaintances and friends, but really I didn't want to kind of have them in my life. They just did not make me feel good when I was in their presence. So I had a couple of um, not so good experiences and uh, not so good experiences in terms of uh, telling them that I don't want them in my life. But once I took that decision, I felt so much more better. It was just what I felt when I decluttered my Gmail inbox. It sounds ridiculous to compare people to, to your inbox, but the feeling was the same. It was about letting go. It was about just understanding that I need to do this for my mental safety and my stability. And that to be kind does not mean that you got to be a doormat. To be kind first starts with yourself. So once I set those boundaries and I told myself, I do not want to communicate with this person, even if they're part of the family, and however uncomfortable that is, it was easy. It was easy but difficult. And I, I was able to do that because I have a great support system. I have some fantastic friends. And when you do decide, okay, that there is a particular... Uh, relationship or some people who I need to just shut the door on it can feel very challenging can feel very scary and you know whoever it is who's unhealthy for you it could be a close friend it could be a relative it could be somebody in the family um, somebody at work and uh, or it could just be your uh, best best friend I think I already said close friend but yeah so but whatever it is I feel like if there are some people who are harming your mental health in some ways and you know who they are uh, taking that decision to just declutter them from your life as remote and as cold as that sounds is one of the best decisions I can recommend. And it's something that helped me. And uh, it's it's honestly about taking the necessary action to get your life back, to, to understand who you are, to start loving yourself and saying that I deserve to be treated with respect. And once you do that, once you acknowledge to yourself that I deserve people like this and I don't deserve people like this, the kind of people who walk into your life will be entirely different. Yeah, there are going to be periods of loneliness when you're not going to find anybody and you think, oh my God, what did I do? I cut off all these people and you know, now I'm just sitting here lonely and I'm sitting with nobody around. It's fine. You're still sitting with the best person you have and that is you. And decluttering people is not... Uh, a course it's not something that I can just give you here and say okay this is step one step two step three 
nor is it something that I would suggest you just uh, start as as a matter of you know uh, intent after you listen to this podcast. No, I seriously suggest that you listen to this, go back, sit in a quiet place. And just think about the people in your life. Think about who really makes a difference. Whoever it is who makes a difference in a good way, please send them all the love and gratitude that you have. And that's so important. Call them up if you want to. Message them or just mentally, you know, just just wish them well. They're fantastic people. Hold on to them. And if you do feel like, I can, I don't need certain contacts. It could be maybe an annoying person on social media who's just like, you know, it's, it just don't feel good about it. Unfollow, disconnect, block if you feel like. Um, I, I use the word block with care. I'm not a fan of people randomly blocking just because um, uh, you don't agree with them. But uh, uh, I also don't advise you to just declutter people or remove people who you, you're not getting along with by just blocking with no communication. I think it's important we communicate that, that uh, it's 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 part of a process that you are doing. You try to set boundaries. In, you, you are trying to work on yourself. And at no point of time do I recommend that you just cut off people from your life, especially if they are part of your uh, close circle. They're just a blocking or just removing all contact. It's painful if you do that. And I recommend communication at all costs. Communicate unless it is uh, somebody extremely abusive. But uh, we're not talking about that. I'm just talking of people who are just, uh, well, just uh, not quite up there, but also not quite uh, the people you want in your life. So please communicate with respect. Please communicate your reasons. Please at all times ensure that you act with kindness even to those who don't treat you very well. Trust me on this. That kindness will serve you well. I sometimes wonder why uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying so hard to make kindness and compassion the focus of my life. Because honestly, I just seem to get so much of backlash that I think it's not worth it. It's just, it's just easier to just, you know, tell people to just FO. And why, why on earth should you even be kind? I don't have the answers to that, but I have found that uh, being kind makes you happier. And that's a good reason, right? So whatever it is that you decide to do when it comes to decluttering people, please take good stock of who you are, what stage you are in life, who are the people who matter to you, and who are the people who make you uncomfortable. If they do make you uncomfortable, take small steps, maybe reduce the interaction you have with them, see how that feels. You don't have to respond to any of the passive aggressiveness. You can probably keep them in your life and but reduce interaction. But if you feel you don't want to keep them in, the, in your life, then please go ahead and try to be as respectful in your communication about not having them in your life. And um, that is the point that I want to make is that it's all about respecting yourself. So uh, choosing labels and calling people toxic can be very easy, but choosing to take the step of having people who matter in our life is far more difficult. It's not so easy as just picking up your phone and deleting people from your contact list, which is what I did. But that was a step one. The real step was to actually say, no, I don't want to talk to you. And believe me, saying that was so difficult, so difficult. But I'm also so proud I was able to say that. And that 
I did not say it in such a curt manner as, as what I expressed, but you get the intent that I meant to say, I get it. I, I don't have to forgive you. I don't have to reconcile with you. I can also forgive you, but that doesn't mean I have to reconcile with you. But either way, I choose to let you go. And I choose to honor myself. And that is a key thing. So this is the end of my rambling talk. And um, I don't know if I've actually learned anything from this, but uh, if you have, I hope that you don't consider me as one of the people you want to declutter and cut off. I'm actually nice sometimes. So um, I hope that you uh, are able to take steps towards bettering yourself and uh, just working on yourself and being kind and compassionate to, to yourself and to everybody as well. So um, if you have any thoughts, please feel free to write into me at podcast at mindstories.com. That is podcast at mindstories.com. And um, I would love to take your uh, uh, questions and I shall probably be doing that um, over the next one or two weeks. So feel free to write into me and uh, wherever you are and however you are, uh, just know that you are not alone, okay? You are here and we are your friends. So take good care of yourself and be well and I shall catch you next Monday, hopefully a little earlier than this. So all the best to you and I shall catch you very soon. Bye-bye.